The Labour Party is describing the AUKUS defence partnership as a China containment strategy which could further militarise the Asia-Pacific. New Zealand is considering joining what is called Pillar 2 of this alliance. Australia is expected to send officials here soon for briefings. We're joined now by Labour's Foreign Affairs spokesperson David Parker. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. What is the... What do you see as the biggest reason why we wouldn't join uh, AUKUS if it's, a, if it's the non-nuclear part of this agreement, given the uncertainty in the world, the, uh, I guess, New Zealand's inability to ultimately defend itself if there was some sort of massive conflict? W- why wouldn't we join this? Well, uh, what we're trying to do is stimulate a mature discussion on the issue, uh, which is starting to unfold in Australia as well, because even in Australia, AUKUS is uh, becoming contentious. Uh, you know, these foreign policy decisions are very, very nuanced and they're very, very important. And traditionally, New Zealand has tried to steer a path between superpowers rather than throw our lot in with one. Uh, and we've got to be very careful in New Zealand that we don't adopt a binary approach to the issue of China uh, and the US. Uh, and so we should be discussing what is in New Zealand's national interest as we independently take our decision as to what we think is in the interests mm. of New Zealand. But you, Zealand. You, you were part of a government that put out the, the, the defence white papers and various reports, you know, arguing pretty strongly that the world has changed over the, since dramatically, that China is a much bigger force in the Pacific, that it's not a benign environment anymore. So you've seen all those reports and all those briefings, and I'm asking, why wouldn't we join AUKUS? Well, well, that's true that the world is a more dangerous place than it was a decade ago. Um, uh, but that doesn't mean to say uh, that we should position China as a foe. Um, you know, they are a rising superpower. Uh, you would expect them to be a bit more active in the military space, as all superpowers are, as they get bigger and can afford more defence kit. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're a very important economic partner for us. They're not all, it's not all roses. We don't say that. You know, we're critical of them on human rights issues with the, the, some of their minority populations, and we don't like some of the things that they do in the Pacific with debt diplomacy, uh, uh, and we criticise them for those things. But that doesn't mean to say that we should throw our lot in with uh, the United States in respect of Pillar two. Mm. Are you of the view, similar sort of Paul Keating, I think he's been a strong critic in Australia, which he, he argues that AUKUS, which ultimately is about nuclear subs at the top level, uh, is uh, effectively, a, you know, a, is about war and about potentially fighting China. He argues that there's no threat, China's not going to invade Australia or New Zealand, and that it's completely overblown. Do you, do you agree with that? Well, I think that's the debate that we need to have. And, I, you know, I'm not trying to reach a conclusion on it on radio this morning, but sure. I, I do agree that it's in New Zealand's interest that we have a demilitarised Pacific. Now, you know, just just this uh, overnight, we've had uh, NATO responding to threats from one of the presidential uh, candidates, Mr Trump, in, in the US, saying that the US won't defend uh, countries in Europe that aren't spending enough, in his view, on defence terrible thing for him to say. You know, New Zealand's GDP is $400 billion. We currently spend 1% of GDP on defence, $4 billion. If we had to double that to 2%, that's an extra $4 billion per annum. Would we be better spending that on helping Pacific nations with infrastructure, uh, uh, helping them defend their uh, economic zones and fish their fisheries for their own benefit rather than so much of that Yeah, but we, we play by a rules-based system, right? And so if you take the example of Yemen, uh, 
where we've now putting aside whether or not you believe there are links to Israel. Let's just put that aside to one second, and that I know that's a debate. But ultimately, we are upholding maritime laws. We're, we're a trading nation. We we have to play our part. And if you're not spending the money on defence, then how are we going to well, do that? Well, the government. Well, that's that's where there's a bit of hypocrisy from the, the uh, from the likes of Judith Collins, in my opinion, because she accuses us of being freeloaders in the Labour Party. It's us that invested in the frigates. It's us that invested in the P-80 aircraft at a cost of $2.3 billion during the last government. So we're not freeloaders. We do agree that interoperability is important with our allies, who include um, Australia and the United States. But that does not mean that we should be part of AUKUS. Well, that's an interesting point. I want to pick you up on that, because there are those who will argue that we would lose or start to lose interoperability, the ability to sh- to, for our forces to do exercises together if we didn't join Pillar 2, that we the technology, we would fall behind, and then there would be a reluctance to do that work together. Well, th- let's have that debate. Is that true? I'm not convinced that that is true. You know, we we certainly have interoperability now, and we've invested to to uh, to make that better in recent years. So, clarify your current position: is you're not completely ruling out the idea? You you, you just we want think, yeah yeah we we we're we're not completely ruling out the idea. You can see that we're not convinced. Uh, we think there should be a debate to try and convince us or to make a conclusion to the contrary, if that's the appropriate So, so just finally on that, how should we have that debate? I mean, you can, we can have media interviews uh, till the cows come home, but we, we don't have all the facts. Uh, should well, there be well, some sort of a parliamentary select, select committee inquiry, some way in which the public can engage and we can get a bit more information? Well, that is the role of politicians as well as the media to engender these debates, which is what we're doing. And we'll be pushing this debate along and trying to... Uh, to educate both ourselves and the public as to what are the risks and opportunities of AUKUS Pillar 2. doesn't make us isolationists. We're internationalists to the core. But, you know, we're not yet convinced that AUKUS Pillar 2 offers anything to New Zealand that won't come to us via our existing mechanisms and relationships. And we think we have to be very careful to avoid binary choices between superpowers. Yeah, just, just finally on that, because some will say, are you just fearful here? Are you putting trade interests ahead of security and, and uh, I guess, moral concerns, you know, that we've got such a big trade relationship with China. Are you worried that no, we would no, lose that? Therefore, no, not. It's not a trade thing? Uh, no, but the strength of our relationship with China does show up in our trade relationship and shouldn't be ignored. But no, it's not primarily a tri- trade issue. You know, Asia is an enormous place. There are billions of people there. It's not just China. There are the ASEAN nations. There's Japan. There are other nations that are active in the Pacific, including France and the European Union. There's a lot of relationships here. And I think we have to be very careful that we don't choose to pursue a binary relationship with the United States to the exclusion of others, including another superpower, China. Thank you very much. That is Labour's Foreign Affairs spokesperson, David Parker. That is an interesting debate. No doubt we will have more discussion about that on Morning Report.